0: I remember hearing Johnny Wilkinson talk about how the joy of winning the Rugby Union World Cup in 2003 started to fade about 10 seconds after the final whistle sounded. So what motivated him and his teammates? Well, today we're going to talk about three things that Clive Woodward and his coaching staff probably did really, really well. Hello everybody and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. My name is Tom Butterfield and I'm ready to make a start actually. And I'm gonna share an experience I had quite a few years ago. We sat down at our meeting to run through some questions I'd been sent a few days earlier. I'd spent a lot of time answering them and thinking about how they'd impact my next 12 months. Question one was... What do you want to achieve this year? So I took a lot of time to think about it. And my answer was that I wanted to improve my clinical skills in order to be able to offer a more complete service to my clients. And I would do that by completing certain courses, doing research and putting it into practice, all that kind of stuff. And the reply I got was, oh, uh, no, you've misunderstood the question. We meant, how much money do you want to make this year? And it was at that point that it was very, very clear that what motivated us was not aligned. And perhaps it was time for me to move on somewhere else. Not out of any bad feeling, it was just clear that we measured success very, very differently but the financial side of it just doesn't motivate me. It doesn't get my heart racing or make the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Personally, I'm driven by self-improvement. You know, Can I get better today than I was yesterday? And that's the mantra that I picked up from the great Sir Chris Hoy, who never went into cycling expecting to win gold medals at the Olympics. He went in with the attitude of, I'm just gonna try and get better every day and see what happens from there. It wasn't the external motivation of medals, money, or fame that drove him. His motivation was mainly internal, that personal satisfaction that he was giving everything that he could in order to be that little bit better day in and day out. And I'm certainly with Sir Chris here, whereas the person asking me the questions was clearly more motivated by the external factor of financial gain. And that's not wrong, by the way. It's just different because we are all different, aren't we? I know we say this in every episode, but everyone's different and everyone wants different things in life. Where it does go wrong is assuming that everyone is motivated and passionate by the same things that you are. Sure, you might hit the bullseye with some people and you might be completely aligned, but you'll miss the board completely with others. I'd worked for this person for a long time and they obviously hadn't picked up on what really gave me that driving force to push me forward. My thinking for a long time has been that you need to find something that you're passionate about and work really hard at improving your knowledge as well as your skills within that field. And you'll probably get really good at it because it doesn't feel like work. You know, I used to practice football all the time as a kid, but I never at one point thought oh, you know, this is, this is in order to, you know, become a professional. It was, I just really enjoyed it and just wanted to be able to do things better than I did the day before. And with my current work now, I really enjoy spending my time looking through research articles, doing courses, talking to other therapists and clinicians, because I know now, with my grown-up head on, <laughs> the end result is that means I'm better prepared to look after those who put their trust in me and want me to help them with their problems and it's that what drives me to be better every day and I think if you do that no matter what your profession is whether you're a hairdresser whether you're waiting tables in a cafe whether you're a mechanic anything at all people appreciate that effort you're putting in they appreciate the results whether it's better customer service you know, your car's fixed or your hair looks amazing And they will have no reservations at all at recommending you to a friend, family member, someone they talk to, you know, down the pub or whatever. And of course, one of the good, happy side effects of that is that they'll pay you for your service. So what can we do to make sure that we understand more about those people with who we work, live or socialise? Perhaps you're a sports coach looking to get your players fired up and motivated before a game? Well, for any of those scenarios, you might want to give these three tips a try. So number one is to listen. We've got two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen to what people are telling you. And do you pick up any recurring themes? Is there a pattern to it? Do they keep going on about this amazing pair of shoes or Gucci bag that they have just have to get? Or do they talk more about the charity work that they're doing within their local community? There'll be clues there to what their interests are, what their passions are. But in order to listen completely, you have to be present. You can't be messing around on your phone or watching a screen in the background. You've got to be present in order to listen and to find out what they are. Number two is to ask interesting or interested questions. This is a real test of whether you've done a good job of listening in the first place. Okay, So if you've done number one well, then you should be able to be set up better for asking interesting questions. Prove that you've been listening by digging deeper and finding out a little bit more. If they volunteer for a specific charity, then find out what drew them to that charity. Is there a story behind it? If they want those trainers or that Gucci bag, ask them how it feels when they're imagining owning it or wearing it. We want to understand the emotion underneath because it's that emotion that drives them. And number three is acceptance. Once you've listened and asked interesting questions, it's now time to accept what they've just said. It's not for us to judge. We're all different. So we'll all have different views of the world. That makes sense, doesn't it? And we'll all be motivated and driven by different things. You don't have to agree with it. You're not obliged to change your opinions or values off the back of what someone said either. That's part of being a grown-up and that's part of taking things that people say, analysing them and putting them up against your beliefs and your understanding of the world and see if it changes your view at all. The point is now we understand this person better. We should know more about how to push their buttons in a positive way in order to get the best out of them. Now, of course, these interactions we have with people are fluid. It's an ever-changing landscape. So never stop doing these things in order to keep your understanding up to date. People change, their situations changed, and that's okay. People are allowed to change their point of view, change their mind or change their outlook. That's part of what being a growth mindset, open-minded person is all about. So what I'd like you to do is to reflect on your interactions, your meetings with those who you currently lead. This could be family members, could be work colleagues, or it could be members of a sports team. But write down their names and ask yourself, do I know what motivates or drives this person. And if you don't know for sure, then I suggest that you start listening, ask interesting questions, and then accept what you've just heard. So in summary, we know that everybody is different. Therefore, it's not a crazy idea that we're also motivated and driven by different things. They could be a mix of external factors such as financial rewards, fame, personal awards as well, and also internal factors like your competitive nature and the desire for self improvement. But whatever it is, we accept it and we use that as the carrot to keep them performing at their potential. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please do subscribe to the show, leave a review. They help so, so, so much. And you could also share this episode with a friend as well. You can catch us on YouTube. All of our social media handles are in the show notes. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. See you then. Bye-bye.